Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, live from the DSP Media Podcast Studios in sunny and sweltering North Dallas. I'm Indy Tim. Joined by the star of the show, as he always is, Mr. PGA of America member himself, Mr. Johnny Gerber, live from Kansas City, right? Hello, Johnny. Well, I think we're still in Kansas City. I can't tell. It's been super nice. We had some storms last night. So the high temperature today was about 77 degrees. So it feels, it just feels fantastic. It's T-storms, a little AWC today, but uh, the weather's great. Yeah, Kansas City. Kansas City's been treating me real nice. Played, uh, been playing some good golf and uh, doing doing some really nice golf schools and stuff like here at Kansas City. So, yeah, great to be here. Here for a few more weeks, a few more months on and off. Um, back to Columbus, Ohio, it looks like next week. And then back down your way, big dog, uh, uh, down to Dallas there here pretty soon. I was just wondering if you were ever going to make it back here again. Well, you know, the, you guys can do whatever you want in the studio when I'm gone. So, you you know, when I get there, you got to clean up a little bit. So I know you guys don't want to do that. And I got a vacuum and stuff. Yeah, so that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be great. Maybe do some dusting or, you know, all that good stuff. Stock, maybe stock the bar, the fridge. Yeah, great. that'd be great if I could do that. I would love to yeah. stock that bar. Yeah. It disappears every we ever get our we ever get our fireball machine? No, I got I to gotta hook into that a little bit again today or uh, this week. Probably I got to have that here before you come because because you're not going to want to be here without that. Well, I don't do fireball, but we can put other stuff in it. You just yeah. chill vodka in it, you know. I mean, cocktails are good. Cocktails, cocktails are, are good. good. Okay, uh, Johnny, yeah. we had another first time winner on the PGA Tour. We seem to be uh, it's, it's an epidemic, I guess, of first time winners. But that's not always a bad thing because Lee Hodges fired a 67 on Sunday. <laughs> to get to 24-under at TPC Twin Cities for his very first ever win on the PGA Tour. This isn't a guy I don't think that we've talked about like extensively the past couple of years, have we? Yeah, I mean, you know, not really. I mean, he's just kind of one of – I don't want to say journeyman because he's kind of a young guy, but he's ultra-talented, played at University of Alabama, um, you know, in, in, in some of that rising program, played with those Davis Riley days, man, and – some of those, he was a little bit, but a little bit later than JT. But you know that at University of Alabama with uh, with JC Wells pumping out a lot of great talent, a lot of good SEC product. You know, playing in that SEC conference, which is a lot of good golf. But if you've kind of followed him a little bit, he you know he's he's been in contention a little bit. You know, over the last couple of years, and you know he's he's one of those guys on the PGA Tour that his stats are really solid all the way through his bag but he's just not one of those longer hitters. And that's why it little surprised me this week. I thought this golf course was really set up for the longer hitters. Um, that was kind of predicated why we set up that card, but it just goes to show, man, you know, you know, steady sometimes win that race, the guy didn't make any mistakes and he led from wire to wire. So, you know, he, his second round, you know, he had a, he had a four shot lead after his second round and just continued to play his game. And it just, it just went to show that his game is good enough, even though he's not one of the longest hitters on the PGA Tour. And it's like I said, it's just kind of a weird deal, man, that that this golf course lends itself for the big hitters. And then you got a guy like that's kind of middle of the pack, wins the golf tournament. Yeah, and like you said, he led wire to wire. And 
for especially for a first time winner, that's that's impressive, right? I mean, you got to kind of give them some kudos. And you had the whole field really there, like fighting you. I mean, this wasn't a reduced field tournament. It wasn't wasn't anything like that. It was. I mean, he just went out there and he dominated from Thursday on, and he he didn't really have anybody close to him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he, he just his game just kind of came through. And like I said, he's 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 one of those guys who's been in contention before. I mean, not really having a, a 54-hole lead, but he's been on those leaderboards. The guys, people who kind of follow golf know who he really is. But you know, it's not like I said, it's not the golf course, it's not the golf course that anybody's gonna tout this guy to win. I mean, he's more probably up to be on some cards. I think we might have had him on his on our card in like Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. Uh, on some of these shorter golf courses. But like I said, man, the, the guy's super proud. Um, you know, his game can fit any type of deal. And, you know, you know, we'll see what happens. Maybe this is the confidence that he really needs to push forward. I like the way he talked after in his press conference. Like, listen, man, you know, I, I just felt really comfortable in this week. And it was, it was just one of those weeks I didn't get ahead of myself and just played some really good golf. And it, my really good golf is good enough. And when you hear like that from somebody like that, 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 that's a good thing. Yeah, and, you know, final rounds on the PGA Tour are supposed to be kind of stressful and dramatic and things like that. But apparently no one told Lee Hodges that because, like, like we said, he, he led from wire to wire. He continued that dominance on Sunday. He carded a final round 67 for his first ever PGA Tour win, beating the field by seven strokes. Who was it? Martin Laird, I guess, uh, came in second. But dude, he was in a JT class. Post, JT, there was a couple guys. Well, it's a little bit of fool's gold. JT Post and you know, kind of right. went for it on the last hole and made triple uh, to finish T third. But he was, you know, he had a three shot advantage over the yeah. second place. I, you know, I, you know, you can question all you want, JT Post, and on. Yeah, I think he looked at the stat. Was that triple bogey cost him two hundred sixty thousand yep, dollars? Saw right? that. And and but you know what? Good for JT Post. I mean, good for him. He would try to put some pressure, and he certainly didn't think he was going to make a triple. I mean, he three-putted from 15 feet in front of that green. But I love the way what he did. I mean, you know, he's – I love it. I mean, at that point, 260,000. Listen, 260 But he certainly didn't – he thought worse he was going to make – was double, but he missed that little four-footer just like Olay did. But – yeah, good for I like I I really like the gumption on JT Post. You, you way for him this week. JT Poston could be on our card this week in Wyndham for a lot of reasons. Having some success there before uh, in that type of area, growing up there and and playing some really good golf. And I think there might be some retribution for JT Poston maybe this week at, at the Wyndham. Yeah, I, I definitely wanted to talk about that uh, today a little bit because I mean, I, not that I didn't respect JT Poston before. I just didn't really follow him and didn't know him that that much about him. But dude, after that. He might be one of my new favorite guys, man. Just the fact that you would even do – I mean, you had to do something, right? Because your chances of winning, you weren't going to win. You had to put a little bit of pressure to see if he would flinch. I mean, I would have liked to have seen it before the last hole, but you know what? Good for him for even trying to put some pressure on. And, yeah, you cost yourself some money in a place, but you know what? People are going to remember that about him the next time he's in contention. That's right. Yeah, I loved it, man. And – and, you know, with the exception of the money, but you look at, I mean, the easiest thing for him to do, knowing he probably can't catch the winner because the winner's already laid up in front of him. He's got to hit a 115-yard shot, and he can four-putt and still win the golf tournament. And the easiest thing for a guy like JT Poston to do would just hit a wedge and go up there and, hey, man, I finished second place, but he didn't. And a lot of those PGA Tour – I promise you Keith Mitchell would have. Oh, my God. That goddamn coward. 
you know, Keith Mitchell does what Keith Mitchell did. You know, he plays so bad, played good in the first round, plays good enough just to make the cut, plays like shit the third round, just kind of, hey, let's make some money, and then just does whatever this, the final round. And, you know, by 90% of those guys, I'm telling you, on the PGA Tour would have laid up. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. J2 Poston didn't. And hats, hats off to J2 Poston. He's going to get another win soon, and it might come this week at Wyndham. Oh, wow, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, and so Hodges' victory couldn't have come at a better time, right? Because just one tournament left until the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, yeah. Man, he made a massive leap from outside the top 70 to number 33. So he, he's in. I mean, that, that win put him in the playoffs. We'll see if he can stay there uh, with just one tournament to go. But, you know, he's going to have some work cut out for him if he wants to qualify for the Tour Championship for the first time in his career. Uh, but, man, he's... He's firmly in the field for the St. Jude Championship and has the inside track, obviously, to tee it up at the BMW Championship as well. Uh, he called it a dream week uh, after the after the the tournament. He said he's got the best caddy in the world. He's got he got kind of mushy there. He said he had the best caddy in the world, and he said he had the best wife in the world. Then he said he's got his mom and dad. He got real mushy, but you know what? You, you kind of got to give him that being his first win, and he was pretty emotional. I, I, that, I thought that was great. Got a little technical difficulty here. Can you hear me? Can yeah, you I can. Me? I can hear you. I can hear you fine, but your your video is gone. But that's fine. Just keep going. Um, hold on, let me try to unplug it. I think it's, I think it's your might be your connection, the uh, internet connection. Is it, well, you can hear me, so it could yeah. be internet. I don't know. Maybe I threw the camera down. Maybe I threw the camera down. You want me to go to the camera of the computer? If you want to, yeah. See how that looks. Sorry, everybody. Technology wins again. Well, why don't we take a quick break and try to fix this, and then uh, we'll we'll come right back and kind of get kind of get back started. Sounds like a plan uh, while we were dealing with technical difficulties and Johnny's up in Kansas City. We're going to take a quick break right here on the front on From the Rough. We're Fanstream Sports. We'll be back after this. Hello, sports fans. Fanstream Sports. Hey, you like golf? There's a good chance you do because I said so. But what do you need playing golf? Well, you need clubs, right? Clubs. You need balls. The thing that people don't usually think about is that golf bag. And that's what most people see when they look at your golf clubs. Like, right off the bat. And if you've got a raggedy bag, eh, it's not doing you any favors, bud. So, get you a new bag. Go over to orca-golf.com. Orca-golf.com. Why are you going there? You're going there because you, you want a golf bag. But you want one that's kind of screams you. So, you want to pick the colors. Well, you can use your own custom colors. Maybe you have a logo in mind. Maybe it's your logo. You're like Prince. You just have a symbol. That's the case. Dude, you can get your logo on there. Your name... Just get it done exactly like what you want it done by actual designers. Nothing goes out of their factory without the approval of the founder, Erica Bennett, who is just brilliant. We've seen some of her bags. We've got one of them actually in the studio. And you know what? Dude, it looks good. If you want other people to look at your golf setup and go, man, that just screams Frank. You want that? Then go over to orca-golf.com. Do yourself a favor and use the promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. I'll say that again, DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. So do it today because Orca Golf 
is the best choice in the game. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. Studio, you've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today and snag that window decal or snag any other special Turf Life accessories and go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com, and get your stuff and show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in-studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24-7 at 214-937-0569. That's 214-937-0569. Text us 24-7, day or night, and we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to Fan Stream Sports. Right here with From the Rough, I am Tim. That's Johnny, and we found him. We got, we're back. I'm sorry, guys. We found you. Little little technical difficulty there. You know, it's I, I promise you I haven't been drinking yet. I haven't. I didn't spill any water on the camera. Cause you tried you sent me a text. Please don't spill any alcohol on the camera. I didn't do that. What's well, three feet away from you? That would be difficult to do. That'd be quite a mess. I mean, I think that would be awesome I mean, got, if you did that. I got alligator arms, man. You, you know, do. you're all you're all <laughs> slipping the drinks. <laughs> Uh, oh no sorry 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 about that you know sometimes when you know it's always better when i'm in studio well it's just I, we just gotta when i'm in studio it's a million times better you just you forgot where the studio was though i mean you're in I different know, states yeah. yeah yeah that's for sure no that's for sure but yeah go go ahead yeah lee hodges lee hodges his first win uh let's get in a little bit we talked about posting a little bit earlier but let's get into him a little bit more uh, he kind of held his own. He, he, like we said, he attempted to apply pressure um, on on Hodges there at the end. But a bogey from Hodges on nine and a birdie from Poston on ten got him within five and gave him a little hope. But just like Hodges did on the front nine, do that blistering approach from, what was it, 250-plus on the par 5 12th. I mean, just squashed any hopes that Poston had that, you know, and then made him, of course, forced him into that error uh, on the 72nd hole. But... Man, hot just nobody was close to Hodges. Like, how do you explain that? I mean, is that is it just I mean, we were we were used to seeing this with Tiger Woods, right? Saw it frequently with Tiger Woods. 
Lee Hodges is not Tiger Woods. I mean, how do you explain just some that, standard man. guy, some just random guy that dominates a golf course like this when no one else can on some random weekend? Well, he just played his game. Like he didn't he didn't deviate from his plan. Well, he could have been five shots down or five shots up. He was going to hit the same shots regardless. And that worked. He worked. He had a game plan that he worked on all week and he he said that on to, you know talking to his, you know on the uh, interview talking mm-hmm. about his caddies like we had a game plan. We didn't look at the leaderboards. We were going to hit the golf shots that we wanted to and play this golf course no matter what. And that lends to you know, not really thinking about a score, not thinking about winning for the first time. It's just about executing golf shots. And that's what he did. And, uh, you know, good for him, man. You know, I got a little problem with this. You know, I don't want to say this. We'll say this off the air. I, he got a little confidence problem. You know, you know me. I don't, you know. Dancing around it there, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to say it and lose our sponsors. So we'll just go ahead and we'll talk about it a little bit later. You know, you know me. I don't. I, he went to University of Alabama, right? And that's the best. That's the best girlfriend he's got. I mean, really? Well, he went to. You just said it. He went to the University of Alabama. There's more pretty girls that go to University of Alabama. You he's, lost your mind. He's not used to seeing hot girls, so he he took what he thought was in his no, mind. No, not true. There's and so I'm sure she's women. very pretty, and 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 I'm sure she's a I'm great sure person. She's got a nice personality, and I'm sure yeah. she's got a great personality. Yeah, I don't trust dude, people who have ugly girlfriends. Dude, he's Lee Hodges. He's not Rory McIlroy. He's not Colin Moore Coward. He's not Max no Homa. That's the only thing I like about Colin. He's got confidence for a little wee Asian dude. Oh, I don't know if you can even say that on the air. He's Asian. What? What can I? What? We, well, I mean, oh, but, is, is, oh, a wee Asian guy. That's oh, kind of a given, right? Is that not an oxymoron? Here we go. I I'm mean, just being I mean, honest. You wanted you. I like other guys. <laughs> I mean, you wanted to not lose sponsors, but here we go. Um, well, PF Changs is PF Changs isn't our sponsor, so we're good. <laughs> it's kind of open for Panda Express, but that's probably not happening yeah, either maybe, now. Maybe, maybe that's about us, fast and casual. Uh, so Hodges is the first wire to wire winner in the young history of the 3M Open. Uh, he captured himself a little sliver of history in his first invitation to the Masters with his dominant entry into the winner's circle. But that's not all. Hodges has caught himself kind of a wave of momentum now heading into the postseason. And, I mean, what do they say? Really, in any sport, anything can happen in the postseason. It just In hockey, it takes a hot goalie for a mediocre team to make it through. And in, in the NFL, a, a hot defense, a, a surging defense can get you deep into the postseason. And in the playoffs, uh, the MLB playoffs, it takes some hot pitching, and that can get you as far as you want to go. Apparently... Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and I agree, and I agree with you 100. percent That's that's such a great analogy, but that that's that's a lot pertaining to a lot of other sports. But you're also looking at when you look at those other sports, you know, you're only having to beat one team, yeah, and you have other people around. You're getting in these playoffs and other guys, you got to beat 70 other people, right? And 70 mm-hmm. other people, that's a lot harder than beating one opponent that's right across from you. And a guy like Lee Hodges, it's not like he can. You know, good for him on his win. It's not like he's going to be – you're playing some golf courses in those uh, in those FedEx Cup playoffs, especially Atlanta if he gets to the – I mean, these are 74, 7,500-yard golf courses. Right. And can he do it again? We'll see, man. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, no, I love your analogy, man. It's hot. and But golf is a little bit different, man. You come up so from such a high and then to try – and then after winning and then try to come back and play and win them – 
you know, does he have a little bit of a letdown? Most guys do when it comes to something like that, especially in the game of golf. And you got to beat 150, 55 other guys. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Does he have a letdown or, you know, I, I, you know, good golf is good golf, right? I don't, you know, but winning is a different kind of animal. Do I foresee him maybe shooting seven, eight under par this week and making a cut middle of the pack? Yeah, that's probably a successful week coming off of victory, right? After something, especially your first victory. And, you know, um, you know, Twin Cities, Minneapolis, there's not really a whole hell of a lot to do up yeah. there. So, you know, he probably didn't go out and fiesta too much. Uh, he might want to go. He might have went and drove by Prince's house or something. I don't know what. Well, he's not know. there anymore. Well, his house. Oh, he's still got an old house, kind of like Elvis, ain't it? Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I don't either, but I just made some shit up. But Probably yeah, did, I, I, but I it sounded make, good. Yeah. yeah, it sounded good. No, it sounded good. It sounded good. So, what would Prince What would Prince name his house? I mean, Graceland was named Graceland before Elvis bought it. Like, that was already the name of the mansion when Elvis bought it. I want, what, what, so, Prince's was called... Paisley Park, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, that's right. It is Paisley Park. Paisley that's Park. It. That's it. It, okay. it is. It, it's still there. No, that's the truth. I did. I actually made it up, but it's actually pretty valid. How did you know that? Well, I just know the name of his house. I mean, I just I remember when he died. I never heard of. I was. I liked Prince as much as the next guy. I wasn't any Prince fanatic in the eighties or anything, but I just remember Paisley Park from when he died. You know, they had all the footage and stuff of it, and they talked about his house quite a bit. But I don't think it's as. I heard the best thing not to get up. To, I don't know why the hell we're talking about Prince, but. Um, Cause we can do whatever we want. Yeah, we can. We do whatever we want. <laughs> hey, uh, I play with a dude I played golf, uh, on Saturday morning and he, this guy is a character and we were talking about, you know, I'm not really a music guy like you are, but he was telling some jokes and he said, he said there was an interview guy that asked, and you can tell me if it's right or wrong. This interview asked, um, um, Who's a, who's a guitar? Uh, Eric Clapton. He's yeah. like Eric Clapton. How, how does it feel to be the best guitar, the best guitarist in the world? He said, "I don't know." Ask Prince. Oh, dude, Prince is a great guitar player. Very is underrated. Here is like the number one. Not to, uh, I didn't know this was going to turn into a music show. Yeah. But that being said, is he revered as like one of the best guitar players of yes. all time? Yes. Is he? He is, and you know, because he doesn't play a lot of guitar on his albums. He, he especially doesn't play a lot of guitar solos, but you ask anybody in the music industry, especially guitar players, yeah. Eddie Van Halen once said the Prince was the best guitar player he ever heard. So well, I'll tell you what it was. We were out there, and this guy's probably a 15 handicap. We're not very good. He made like an 80 foot putt, and he uh, 80 foot putt, and he was he had a purple shirt on. Oh God! And the other dude playing in our group, I said, "Man, that was." He said, "Man, that was purple rain." He said, "You rained that in from 80 feet," and then it kind of kind of morphed into that one. Right. And they asked me my two biggest fears in the world, and you know my answer to that one. And they lost it on that one. So, um, huh. you know, different show, bunch of good guys here in Kansas City, but I didn't know, like, you know, I'm oh, not a yeah. music guy like you, but I didn't know he was, a, uh, yep. you know, but that Paisley park is right. They, that's still there. I think that oh, they I'm sure it a is. Histor historical landmark, kind of like Graceland mm -hmm. that you can kind of go around and stuff like that. That's what I was thinking of. I just didn't know the name Paisley park. So let's get in a little bit to the, the T2 party that we had here. Uh, you had, um, the party of Martin Laird, Kevin Streelman. Uh, JT Poston, uh, all finished T2. Um, tell me a little bit. So, you know, Laird kind of goes under my radar. I don't, I don't pay a lot of attention to Laird. We, we talk about Strillman. He's on your, your card sometimes. Poston's on your card sometimes. But what's, what's Laird's 
contribution to the game here up to this point? You know, he's one of those Scottish journeymen's man. He hits the ball a long way. You know, he's 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 that guy that finishes in between, you know, 125 to 90 every year on the PGA Tour, but that gets you about $2.5 million. So, you know, he's won two or three times on tour, and, you know, he's just, he's just a really good ball striker, and he kind of picks the spots where he can go in. Um, you know, he, 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 there's a bunch of those guys on the PGA Tour like that. There's more guys like a Martin Laird than there is a Rory McIlroy. Sure. And, you know, and he oh, just yeah. pops up. He, he, he's, it's helped him probably a little bit. He's an older guy. He's probably, you know, mid-40s now maybe trying to get ready for the champions tour or whatever it may be. He has enough status to continue to play. Um, but again, you know, 125 on the PGA tour is over $2 million. And if you can do that playing golf, playing 20 events a year, 25 events, I mean, that's a pretty good living if you can get it. And he, he has, he has the great attribute of he's a lot, he hits the ball very far. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going to be in, you know, there's not really any golf courses that are obsolete for him. So when he can get his starts and get in that little kind of old that category um, where he gets those starts, you know he's not really playing in the majors. He'll play in you know not the big events, uh, elevated field events, but you know some of these some of these events like these three M's, you know the guy plays certainly plays well, and you know he's gonna he's gonna be in that same spot again. He's gonna miss the FedEx Cup playoffs, but he's gonna finish a hundredth on the PGA Tour money list. Uh, and then going to the defending champion headed into the weekend, Tony Finau, he finished T7 at 15 under. Uh, and, man, I thought Finau had a great weekend. Uh, and I thought that if not for Lee Hodges just out of his mind play, that Finau kind of would have been in the mix. And he, he might have finished a little bit better, obviously. Um, I mean, he's going to be a really interesting case, I think, for the Ryder Cup team. We kind of talked about that last week. He heads into the final week of the regular season inside the top 10 in the FedEx Cup standings but outside the top 15 in the Ryder Cup standings. So he's in a he's yeah. in a tricky place. Yeah, I mean look at look at some of these guys that maybe you know Zach Johnson has to make some decisions on on picking Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas. Uh, you know some of these other guys, I mean do you you know do you take a chance on Dustin Johnson? Right. You know, a live guy, right? Do you pick him I, with his his terrible form? Nope. So, I, I certainly wouldn't think so. But you know, Dustin Johnson's going to have to make some tough decisions there. Pretty. Do you have the list of the Ryder Cup down? That's not. Uh, so they're getting six automatic and then six captains picks. I believe. Yep. I think that's what both sides decided on. Yes. Run down the seven through fifteen for me. Uh, seven, and he's only two hundred and ten points behind Cantlay. Is Max Homa? Is your yeah, number seven? In. Um, Cam Young is and eight. Jordan Spieth nine. And oh, really? Jordan Spieth? Yeah. Jordan Spieth's on the Ryder Cup team. I'm telling. All right. Jordan Spieth is on the Ryder Cup team. Right. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, number ten, your guy Keegan Bradley. I think Keegan's out. Number eleven, your other guy Colin Morikawa. <sighs> Man. And number 12, as much as I would like him to be there, I don't think he gets in Ricky Fowler. So I think he'll pick Ricky over Colin Morikawa. I mean, just by experience, just probably by experience. Should. Run down the run down the last three up to 15. Do you have that? Mm-hmm. Sam Burns is 13. See, I think Sam Burns is out. Justin Thomas at 14. There's no way you let him play, right? He's playing. Justin I'm Thomas is going to be on the Ryder Cup team. Yep. 
the way he's playing all year. He's got three. He's got these. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. I don't care what he did in previous Ryder Cups and President's Cups. Dude, he's playing horribly right now. Well, I mean, without you yelling at me through the camera, he's going. He's playing. I was yelling at Justin, not you. He's playing. Who's 15? Denny McCarthy. He's out. Yeah, he. McCarthy's not playing. He's out like new addition. How about Kitayama, Zalatoris, Harris English, Tony Finau at 19, Chris Kirk at 20. Well, Zalatoris obviously is out. He's hurt. Yeah. He may never play golf again as far as we know. Yeah, Finau, 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 unless he wins and gets hot in the FedEx Cup playoffs, which I know Zach Johnson kind of likes a little bit of that, who's playing well, uh, that might come into factors there. Tony Finau, he's got to make a big move, I think. Um, I think to come out. Let me, and I love Tony. Yeah, Listen, I, th- yeah. I think he's, I think he's class act. Let me ask you something here real quick. So if Tony Finau was in JT Poston's spot, do you think he lays up? Yeah. I do too. Absolutely. I do too. And that's what I don't like, right? That's, that's what I but think. But so would have, so would have every other golfer in that tournament at that position. Yeah, m- most of uh, maybe Ricky wouldn't, maybe Fowler wouldn't have. No. Fowler might have gone for it. Yeah, yeah. And Spieth would have laid up. That's why, he, that's why I think he gets picked. So they're going to set this golf course up over. I don't want to get too much. I love Ryder Cup. Sure. I love Ryder Cup as much as I love the Masters. I mean, it's it's for a lot of reasons. There's so many opportunities to make money and gambling and matchups, and I love it. I really do. They're going to set this golf course up over there in Rome. That's very short and very tight. So they're going to eliminate a lot of the U.S.'s power and strength. So does that come into play with a guy like potentially like Morikawa? Maybe. Um, you know, so Zach Johnson is going to do the thing that's smart that they've been doing the last few years. They're going to let the players kind of decide who they want mm-hmm. on the team. And I think that's been a great you know, a great thing that they have done to have some success in the Ryder Cups the last few years. They're letting the players kind of make those types of decisions. Do you see anybody on live maybe that might get a pick? I I don't. Not on live, no. I mean, I don't have the top live golfers on. I mean, here, well, Kepka's on the team. Kepka's Kepka's making Kepka's, the team. Yeah, he's number four. He's got points. Yeah, he's, he's making but, the team by sheer points, and he's going to make but, more points. Well, he can't play in the FedEx Cup playoffs, nope. so and he's not playing this week. So he's going to miss four events before the Ryder Cup. Like, so obviously he's not getting any points, but what if these guys propel him and Kepka goes to seven? He's Does playing. He get picked? He's, yes, Kepka's playing. I There's do, no question. I, 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 think, I, think he, I think he does, too. Um, you know – you know, it's going to be interesting, man, to see. Uh, the really interesting. I think Keegan Bradley's out. I do. I I just don't – I don't think that – It wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. JT is in. I'm telling you JT is in. I think no matter what happens, I think Justin Thomas, as much as he reveres – I mean, uh, Zach Johnson, as much as he reveres JT, and I know that he, he knows that he can put him with so many other guys – Um. I think that's – here's I'm concerned about Cam Young. Sure. Um, this golf course doesn't fit his game at all, at all, when they're playing in the Ryder Cup. And with his pass as bad, as poorly as he's been playing, all his points is got, well, he got last year. 
right? That's kind of, you know, he was second for so long on the Ryder Cup points that he's just, he's played so bad. And then, you know, changing the caddy to Paul Tesori, I think that's a great move. Webb Simpson's old caddy. But at some point, man, you've had this guy for three months. At some point, man, you got to contend. And the guy's just not, he's not having the balls to contend. And I don't know why. And Zach Johnson, man, you look at Zach Johnson's MO. Zach Johnson's a bulldog. And he's a tough, gritty guy. He's a little wee guy. And he likes he likes those guys that are gritty and fiery and, and, and likes it. So is Cam Young that? Man, I don't know. No, I, he's not. I certainly don't think I certainly don't think eight at eighteenth or nineteenth spot Tony Finau gets picked. No, I don't I don't see it either, although I think he would be a good choice. Um Let's go over the Euro real quick before we get into the picks and take another break here. Of course, Rory, number one. John Rahm, number two. Uh, McIntyre is number three. And those are the three only three guys that are qualified, qualified right now. And then yeah. you, you've got Paul, Moronk, Fleetwood, and Fleetwood. Round, yeah, round out the top six. Who is it, Yannick Paul? Yannick Paul, mm-hmm. Adrian Moronk, Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, you've got Perez, Hogard. Uh, Lowry and Hatton. So, All right there. So Lowry and Hatton will be in. I think Perez is going to be out if they have to pick him. Um, I think they're going to probably pick an Italian. I mean, oh, is yeah. it a bad pick to have Molinari in there, right? He's probably sits there about 20th. Um, I don't know. Hoy, uh, uh, is it Nikolai or Rasmus Hoygaard? They're twins. Uh, the second guy you said. Rasmus. Well, they might both be. They might both be playing, and they just might switch some shit up because they're identical twins. They switch days. Twins. Yeah, so that would be kind of cool. Um, who's go for a little further down the list and might find some picks? Um, I'm looking for Molinari, but he's Italian, so oh, I know. Uh, Fitzpatrick's that back at 26. He's in. He's in. Alex Noren's 18. Hovland 15. <laughs> Hovland's in. Hovland's in, uh, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Hovland, Hovland certainly is in. Uh, um, go down a little bit more. Nikolai Hogard's at 34. Nah, too far down. Yeah, the rest of these guys, Strack is at 42. Strack is in. He, but he's in, right? right? So yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's going to get picked. Yeah, he's certainly he'll certainly get picked. Norgard at 48. Uh, Molinari's number 56. Or does he just become a vice captain, right? In one way, he's going to be part of the team, certainly, uh, uh, vice captain. But, you know, some of these picks that you have, you certainly know Hatton's going to get picked, right? Yeah. Uh, Strack is going to get picked. Um, yeah, I mean, the only reason that they haven't really got the points, the, the European points, is because they're playing the majority of the time over in the U.S. now. Right. So, um, that's really the only reason. Yeah, one of the whole, I, I like one of the Hoy guard picks. Uh, Victor Perez is not in. If he has, no. if he has to rely on a pick, he's not. He's not getting picked. I agree. I'm telling you, he's not. Uh, do you pick Sergio? I mean, me personally, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, on the team, I mean, him and him and Luke Donald are pretty They're good buddies, boys. right? I, I mean, he'll probably be at there. some point. Yeah, he'll be there in some capacity, right? I mean, yeah. it'd probably show a little bit of good faith, even though if he might just be a vice captain or something, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if there's any time for the U.S. for the taking, right, to win, that's been 20-some years since they won on European soil. If they're not doing it this year, 
man, there's something wrong. You you might yeah. as well go ahead and captain that team. I'm not saying you're going to play because there's no way in hell you should ever play. I could play that course in Rome. Maybe captain. No, you can't. I dominate that course. As short as it's going to be. Even get, you dominate. wouldn't even get to the golf course. Might, You'd be so drunk. I might even drive some of those greens. They're, the greens aren't 150 yards. They're not. They're a little longer than that. Well, 165. Okay. All right. Fair. I'd have to, tee off, with, I'd have to tee off with my four iron, but I could hit it. I would ask you last time you played golf, but it's too bad. I could hit it like Jesus. Uh, I told you the last time I played. It was I don't know, two weeks yeah. ago now, or I guess, yeah. when I shot the 91. <clears throat> it was yeah, hot, it's, man. It's, so it's hot. too hot there to play golf. It's way too hot. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into our uh, uh, some of the other also-rans here real quick and then get into our uh, how Johnny did with his picks and his matchups right here on From the Rough on FanStream Sports. I'm Andy Tim. That's Johnny. We'll be back after this. <laughs> Hello, sports fans. Fan stream sports. Hi, golfers. IndyCar Tim here. I want to talk to you a little bit about Golf Central Magazine. It's not just a golf magazine. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com and check out the latest issue. Some of the regular features in Golf Central Magazine. The Golf Bachelorette of the Month. The Golf Bachelor of the Month. The Golf Cart Girl of the Month. Golf History. Grip it and sip it. So head over to GolfCentralMag.com. It's free. It's the magazine for everything. Turf, travel, philanthropy, and lifestyle. Golf Central Magazine at GolfCentralMag.com. We'll see you there. All right, guys. Time to talk a little bit about turf life. You've seen the hats on our heads. You've been or seen the video of the studio. You've seen that the decals are all over the place. Turf Life. Man, it's the brand that salutes the consumer and industry players everywhere whose lives involve turf. What does that mean? That means if you play or have a business or, you know, maybe you're a sports educator, you're going to be on turf at some point. So you live the turf life. So go ahead and tell everybody you live the turf life by having your turf life window decal or, you know, the hat. Or the keychain. Or the something. Along that lines, just go to TurfLifeClub.com and become a turf head. That's what it's called when you live the turf life. You're now a turf head. And you can go join the club today. Snag that window decal. Or snag any other special turf life accessories. And go over there to that website, which is TurfLifeClub.com. And get your stuff. And show everybody that, man, I'm all about that turf life. And then you just kind of raise your coffee mug at them and go, yeah, turf life, baby. That's what it's about. And then that's the end of the commercial. Ding. That means it's done in microwave talk. Hello, golf friends. It's IndyCar Tim from From the Rough. I want to take just a minute here and tell you about our new friends over at Orca Golf. They make high-quality PGA Tour-grade golf bags, and they're the best in the business. They're the real deal. They're the best bags I've ever seen. They even designed a bag for the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicklaus. Head over to orca-golf.com and pick up a great bag from their catalog or let them customize one just for you. You can use your own custom colors, your own logo, you name it. You work with actual designers and nothing goes out without the approval of founder Erica Bennett. She's just brilliant. Visit orca-golf.com, that's O-R-C-A-golf.com, and use our promo code DSP10 for 10% off and free shipping. Do it today. Orca Golf, best choice in game. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? 
fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old, it's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional stability. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 977 3477 or go to bammc.com. Hey listeners, make sure you check out the brand new Fan Stream Sports in studio text line. You can reach us during any of our live shows or 24 7 at 214 937 0569. That's 214 937 0569. Text us 24 7 day or night. And we'll reply to you and make you part of the show. Coming back at you. Now, more Fan Stream Sports. Welcome back to From the Rough right here on Fan Stream Sports. I'm Andy Cartem. That guy over there is Johnny Gerber. Right there. Live from Kansas City. I'm here in Dallas in the sweltering heat. I feel like I'm in a boiling pot of water outside, dude. It's I, heard the, I heard the other day. It's, it's the hottest it's been in six years. It's the hottest summer it's been in six years. There's more days over 100 than there's been. There's more days now over 100 than there was. Than there, there, than there, ha, than there ever have. And there's we still have August, right? So, yeah, it's not even hot yet. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moving back it's to hot. Canada. Moving back to Canada. No, you're not. No, you're not. Take, but, take you know, off, eh? Not, you're not. You and I talk about it all the time as long as I lived in South Florida, and I thought it was hot. It's nothing right. compared to Dallas, like in hot, hot, Dude, that's hot. ridiculous, so, man. Yeah. Well, there's there's some benefits to that. The pools are crowded uh, in Dallas, and that, you Sometimes know, that's good, sometimes good. it's not. Cocktails are good. They flow pretty good at 9 in the morning. Man. Um, you know what else flows good? Cocktails at a swimming pool. When you're enjoying – the coolness, refreshingness of a swimming pool. Yeah. Dude, I took a 12-pack of beer out to the pool the other day with the kids. And this was, the, of course, our neighborhood pool, right? I don't have a pool in my house, at my house. And you're not supposed to have, you know, drinks, but whatever. I do what I want. We all know that. Yeah. Um, so I took a cooler, had 12 cans of beer, the tall boys, the 16-ounce Miller Lights. Those things were gone in about an hour and a half. For six, it took you an hour and a half to drink six beers? Twelve. The twelve oh. pack. And I'm Still. like, I'm, but I'm not drinking the whole time. Like, I'm in the pool playing with the kids sometime, and I'm walking around talking to people. And when I opened up the last one and realized it was my last one, I'm like, wait, how do I feel right now? Like, I should yeah, be right. feeling this. And then I'm like, no. I, don't, I feel like this is the first beer I've opened all day because I was freaking sweating it all out. Right. No, it's... It's a different type of deal there. You, you remember the, the the condos I lived over at yeah. the Star? How how good was that pool? That how good <laughs> with the waterfalls and the cabanas and, and the scenery. Yeah, that, was pretty, that was pretty special place. Uh, that I, was pretty special place. Might have to break myself back into that pool. Yeah, yeah, it was good. They had that golf simulator in there too. 
I never got to try that. I probably would have broke it. I think that's why it never worked because they broke shut it. it down. Yeah. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah. John, let's get back into the 3M Open. Uh, as we are discussing, recapping the 3M Open, we will get back to uh, our picks and our betting and stuff like that coming up soon. I wanted to talk a little bit um, here, a couple of guys, before we get into our picks. As he finished T10 at 14 under, a guy who's really had a bunch of nothing since a T4 placement at the PGA Championship. And I'm talking about Cam Davis. Um, he had a 65 on Sunday here, and I think he, this is kind of the more finishes that he needs. Cause I just feel like he hadn't been able to finish a tournament since the PGA championship. Yeah, we had, we, we put him on our card a lot. I mean, the guy's got so much talent. I really thought he played well. I had him touted pretty high at the Memorial. I mean, he yeah. fits the golf course. And that, I think he's from the calls and stuff I make, he's had some kind of personal problems. That's kind of not really limited, not not to get too much into that, and you don't really really know. But talent wise, I mean, the, the, he had a stretch there for like three weeks, and he missed he missed cuts. When I say he missed cuts, he missed them like Bad. like bottom of the field, yeah. DFL. And for a guy that has that much talent, man, that, that that's just doesn't really compute, right? So you know, we always forget sometimes these guys are humans, man, and they they have stuff off the golf course that really can potentially affect them. So I think that I think Cam Davis kind of fit in that mold. And, you know, is he going to play well? He might have some really good fall stuff. It's obviously it's not um, President's Cup season. So he's going to get some maybe some alternate, some field events later on in the year that could potentially dominate to get his game back on track. And, you know, if it is the personal things that I heard of, hopefully he's able to kind of get past that. He's one of the good guys. Everybody likes him on the PJ Tour and certainly has extreme talent. Yeah, and, uh, you know, again, not knowing his situation, it would make sense for him to be going through some personal things because the last five years, he's kind of improved. He's shown improvement each and every year with his game. This is the first year, really, since he's been around that he's taken kind of a step backwards. Um, And he really looked like he was on his way before this year to trending like a consistent top 20 player in the world, maybe. But... With this year, the way he's played and whatever he's going through, maybe that's not the case. Yeah, he was one of those guys that, that I know for a fact that got thrown some pretty good candy to go join Liv and didn't do it. Right. And especially with his ties with Greg Norman. So, um, you know, I don't know. We'll, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, like I said, the guy's got extreme talent. Uh, I like the way he plays. We won, what, two years ago at Rocket mm-hmm. Mortgage. So, you know, I thought that maybe would catapult him a little bit and so a little bit more success. But like I said, you never know with these guys off the course, man. And, and you know, hopefully that stuff's behind him. Yeah, hopefully so. Because, you know, he, he's outside the top 70 right now. But with a good showing uh, this coming weekend, he'll pop right back up into the top 70, which is probably where a guy like him belongs, you know, as we get into the sure. playoff season. So I'd, I would have no problem with that whatsoever. And Whatever was happening with Cam Davis, we certainly uh, hope the best for it. But the other guy I want to talk to you before we get into picks here disappointed me a lot this week, and I'm hoping I didn't oversell him because he tied T64 at three under. That's Ludwig Aberg. Man. Did we jinx him? I hope not. Well, I don't know. When you look, look the fact that he, he finished T64 and most of the other guys that we thought were going to do well missed the cut, maybe that's not so bad. Yeah, you know, here here's the weird part. I thought I thought if he could get on a little bit of a run, and maybe next week is the right week for him. 
I thought he might get picked on that Ryder Cup team. Because here's why I say this, and there's a lot of reasons. Again, not to, you know, say I'm going to make all these phone calls, which I do. But I, but he was paired two weeks ago with Zach Johnson the first uh-huh. two rounds uh-huh. of the tournament at Rocket Mortgage, and um, or three weeks ago. So, I mean, I, I'm sorry, with, with Luke Donald. Sorry, right, not with right. Zach Johnson. Right. Luke Donald. Luke Donald. So when 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 the Ryder Cup captain asks you to do that, asks the tournament to do that, there's a reason why they're sure. doing that. And certainly, certainly would not be a bad pick, right? The only the only way that it could be a potentially a rough pick is maybe the golf course doesn't suit him. And <coughs> I think Luke Donald wanted, you know, I think this week hurt him. Oh, not for playing sure. well this week. Now, now if he has a bounce back week and you know, his PJ tour starts, first off, he's never missed a cut. Uh-huh. And second off is he hasn't finished outside the top twenty with the exception of last week. So if he has a good week this week. Um, gets in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Um, you know, what do you do with your if you're Luke Donald? Do you kind of set that precedent for some younger guys? Uh, you know, kind of getting in that field. So I don't know, man. I, is there is there eight guys better than Ludwig Egberg is going to be on that Ryder Cup team? I don't know. Well, I don't think so. Well, here here's the problem we have. And I know you said he's had these top twenties, but he really hasn't. He's finished like twenty second, twenty fourth, twenty. He's only got one actual top twenty. Uh, in six starts, and that was T4 at the John Deere. Everything else was T25, but he's only had the one T20 um, in those six starts. But here's the problem, I think, with and we did. We we pumped him up big time for the for the European Ryder Cup and playing with Luke Donald and all of that stuff. But I don't know that you can pick a guy for a Ryder Cup that's got just one top 20 in those six starts, he's new to the tour. Now he's not new to international play, obviously. But if he if he if he wins uh, Wyndham, you know he's. I mean, he'll if, if he wins Wyndham, he'll be in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah, but here. He, he, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. You're good. Here, here's here's a better here's a better synopsis of why. That he might not get on. He's been in. He's had some really good first and second rounds, and th- it's first and second rounds where he's been in contention. Right. I mean, one or two shots, and he, he in the last two rounds he hadn't been able to close the deal, and right. that's a big sign of under the pressure, right? And yep. this is what these guys look for a lot. So under the pressure, he's not able to, you know, he's not he's not succeeding when he's been in those spots to potentially maybe win or getting more in, in more of a contention to win. Like on moving day on Saturdays, uh, like he's like a Keith Mitchell or having a potential to win on Sundays, he plays poorly on the final round Sundays. That's something that these these guys look at. And if you can't close the deal and you can't make those pushes, your first and two rounds or whatever, but what happens when crunch time when you got, you know, when your nuts are shriveled up, you know, what do you do? Yeah. And that's all the pressure, the biggest pressure in the world in golf is that Ryder Cup. And if you're not able to do that, this is what these Ryder Cup captains a little bit are looking for. And yep. and maybe that, maybe Luke Donald saw, saw something that he didn't like as opposed to kind of maybe went reverse for him that in, as opposed that he did like. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bark at all if he was on the Ryder Cup team at like at all. Yeah. He's young and he's sort of new, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If a year ago, Henrik Stenson was the Ryder Cup captain being Swedish, would Ludwig Aber get picked? Big time, yes. It, it'd be automatic. I think so, too. 
No, Automatic. I think so too. Yeah, right. So I, I, you know, so it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting to to kind of think that way. Um, but you know, if Hendrick Stenson's still on that, is still the captain of the Ryder Cup. Moving Egbert's on that team. Yeah, he's on. There's there's no question. He's on. Uh, I'm sorry well, to cut you off. I, I, no, you're sorry. That was like no, that was a really great point. So let's get into our picks here a little bit. Uh, see if I got your tagline right here because I always mess that up. Yeah, of course you do. Is this the right one? If you're not following, you're winning. If you're not following, you're not winning. Yeah. You'll mess it up. That's it, though, right? If you're not following, you're not winning. That's right. Okay, we'll make sure. Except for for last week. (laughs) Yeah, so let's get into mine because mine weren't great either. Um, I always pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. Out of my three, I only had one miss the cut, Johnny. (laughs) Oh, thank you for throwing that out there. Thanks. (laughs) We'll see how many Johnny had missed the cut this week because uh, he cursed everyone, apparently. Uh, and my winner, I had Aaron Rye. He finished T20 at 12 under. My top 10, Mark Hubbard. The second week in a row, I had him on my card. And he disappointed me again with a missed cut. And my top 20, and Johnny kind of laughed at my Doug Gim pick for the top 20. But, dude, he just missed out at a T27 at 200. I thought Doug Gim was going to get me. He he was he was six over after his first nine holes. I know. I started laughing at you. You he did. Was, Look what I did. I brought yeah. him back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I started laughing. I was like, I was about to text you. Doug Gim, huh? Yeah. Now who's I'm laughing? I'm surprised you didn't put the, pick the University of Texas guy. I hate the University of Texas. I know. He went to Texas, though. Yeah. You know what? I don't I care saw, where you go to school when I'm making my picks, right? I, I saw Sark on Colin Cowherd today. He's ready. Was he, he drunk? He's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Collins probably were both drunk. He's a better coach when he's drunk. Well, you know what? A little bit of University of Texas college football talk here. Sark better be ready to win this year because after this year, it's going to be a long time before he wins anything over in that SEC. Well, you you, you want to say them? I mean, you don't think A&M's going to have the same struggles? Well, A&M's been in the SEC since 2013. And they haven't proved shit. Oh, they've proved everything they need to prove, sir. Yeah, that they're no good. They belong there more than Arkansas does, and Vanderbilt and Missouri. Come Arkansas on, Arkansas had a better record than A and M last and, year, I and, believe, sir. And Auburn. Come on, these second tier schools that are in the SEC. Give me a break. Tennessee. You know what A and M means? I mean, I know what it means for real, but what do you think it means? Always marginal. No, it stands for agriculture and mechanics. That's what it stands for, sir. Oh, I thought it was mining. Yeah. Mining? Not a lot yeah. of mining in Central Texas. <laughs> That's not mining. That's drilling. That's drilling. Well, they should be called the A and Ds. They should be called Tim's school that kicked him out after nine weeks of school. Uh, Johnny, you know what? I know you're you're deflecting here, but let's go ahead and talk about your picks this week. You figured that out. You figured that out. Yeah, I figured it out very early on. I was going to roll with it, yeah. see how far you'd go. Tell us about your picks. I don't want to. I don't want to. Look, can we got to take the, the good. No, I don't. I mean, I can't. I wasn't ready for that, but I can. Yeah, put them on the screen so people don't see me cry, please. That'd be great. Okay, well, let me get there. Hang on. Put them on the screen. I didn't think you'd want to do that. <laughs> I didn't think that you'd want to. Said, it, was, it, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a, it was one of those weeks we have very rarely. Didn't cash a ticket. Um, we went one, one, and one of our matchups that we had yesterday on Sunday. 
Uh, just a rough week, guys. I mean, I'll be honest with you. After the great week we had with the winner of Astabatia, just another one of those weeks. As soon as Tim puts it up, so I'm, I'm getting there. Give me all a minute. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll go from there. But yeah, I mean, as you guys see, Luke the Aberg T63 minus three. Uh, one, two, three, four. Well, Cameron Champ didn't start, so that didn't that didn't help us. No. So two. Four, five of our five of our eight picks missed the cut this week. One withdrew. <laughs> yeah, one. We might as well call it six, right? So that's just kind of. I knew we were in trouble when Cam Champ didn't start. So we were we were kind of behind the eight ball as it is. But if you looked at it like that is, uh, Taylor Penders might not be on the card for very much longer. He I might told make you. that list. I told he you. might make the list, but uh, Higo almost got there. He played well the first couple rounds, played terrible the third round. Almost got there for us to finish at T13 and minus 13. But, again, guys, just a, ter- just a terrible week. And, you know, we take, we'll take we'll take – I got big shoulders. We'll take the good with the bad. And we were 1-1-1 one, one, and one yesterday in our matchup. Still not great. So, apologize for everybody. We have those weeks. But if you look at overall in the year, like we say, you got to play the system. We're going to have these weeks, man. If if we didn't have these weeks, you guys would never have me on this air. I'd be out in Vegas being hired by whoever wants to hire me, handicapping these golf and setting these lines. But fortunately for everyone that you do, uh, again, not a great week. Overall record on our matchups after yesterday, 69-23-7, which is unprecedented. And after stuff. losing 800 and some uh, dollars, uh, last week, uh, are still we're still year to date seven, plus seventy one twenty, and that's not great compared to the last couple of years. But we have we still have a bunch of tournaments left. Get ready for that Ryder Cup, guys! Because I love Ryder Cup week with our matchups. And we're gonna maybe double up, and I'm gonna press a little bit of the issues with some of this Ryder Cup stuff. But s- still, a lot of golf, and our year to date is at is in in January as January one. So we still have till December to kind of catch up a little bit. We're not going to beat our record like we did last year of over 70,000 units, uh, but we could, we could probably get in that double-digit mark. Uh, I'm not going to slow down. I'm going to keep pushing, going to keep putting out there what I believe that are winners, and they are winners. And like we always say, follow the system. Whether it's a dollar, whether it's $5, whether it's $100, it doesn't matter. Play every week. And there you go. Got a tickle in my throat. I know what's going on here. Um, so, yeah, there's – you know what? Like you said, we take the good, we take the bad. We have really good weeks. This is the first really, really bad week I can remember you having in a long, long time. It's like that so. show Facts of Life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take it both in there, you have the facts of life. You know the rest Is of it? No, no. There's a time you got to go and show you're growing. Now you know about the facts of life. I guess, it's, I guess that's life. it. Time for us to go. God, when, we start singing, when we start singing sitcom tunes, it's time for us to go. That's how bad our picks was last week. So we had to give you a little entertainment, everybody. And that's how bad our picks were. Man, I don't thank know you that for was... doing that. The only thing I remember, what was her name? Tootsie? Oh, Kim Fields, Tootie. yeah. Tootie. Tootie. Tootie, yeah. Tootie. And then you had uh, Natalie, the bigger girl. Uh, then you had Joe. Nancy Lee McKeon. Hodges, Lee Hodges' girlfriend. Then you had Blair, who's from Dallas. Is that Lee Hodges' girlfriend, no, the big girl? No. Be nice. She's a sweet girl, probably. Yeah, that's what they say. Well, Blair was the star, Lisa Welchel. She's from Dallas, by the way. Oh, she is? Yeah. 
She looks she looks like a doubt. She looks Doesn't like a Doesn't she? Highland Especially Park. in the eighties, man. That Highland Park yeah. blonde and lots of makeup, yeah. the cocaine and boob job crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if you had oh, that's still there. If you had facts of life on your from the rough bingo card today, you win. You get it all in on this show. You get you get all kinds of talk, eighties, nineties sitcom, you get gambling advice, yeah. you get women advice. You get it all here. You get University of Alabama advice. So, but it's just not a golf show. Apparently, we we got it all covered, especially when we have a shitty week. I pray for more shitty weeks because that was fun. <laughs> Maybe we need to get a pop cult. We need to get a pop culture segment going here. But uh, all right, we'll we'll be back on yeah. uh, Wednesday to preview the Wyndham coming up here for you with all of Johnny's picks and my dumb picks that don't mean anything. Maybe I need to go back to where I I, I uh, remember when I used to uh, do the average finish of all the guys that we picked. Yeah. Maybe I need to start doing yeah. that again. But I only have three. Maybe you, should should... Do the, you should do the DFL pick, too. All right. We'll start doing that. We'll start doing all of that well, for everybody. You know what we could do? Let's do some uh, – let's do uh, cut or no cut. Pick some guys oh, in the field. Yeah. We were going to do that. That we? would be fun. Cut or no cut. Yeah. And then we'll go, we'll go back and forth – We'll make a friendly wager each. Come up with ten, cut or no cut. Yep. That's not on. That's not on our card. Right. Right. It's right. obviously not on our card. Yeah. Separate. Because you're going to get the card first. And cut or right. no cut. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun for the audience, just because you know it's going to be Wednesday show, and you can bet those yeah. guys who make who yep. make the cut, miss the cut. They're not going to have them all. But that'd be, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Let's keep a record on that. That'd be a fun little segment. Yeah, we'll do that. So you guys look for cut or no cut as we preview the Wyndham coming up on Wednesday, 5 o'clock Central, 6 o'clock Eastern on FanStream Sports. At FanStreamSports.com, you'll get the video there and the audio on the, on the stream as we interrupt the stream of our current shows with all of our live shows at FanStreamSports.com. Johnny and I will be back on Monday. Until then, boys and girls, we'll see you.